One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can wish for it, or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. You are tuned in to Confessions of a Workaholic. I am your host, Coriel, and I am so excited to be back for another game-changing episode. Now, this episode of Confessions of a Workaholic is brought to you by the Black Travel Network. Y'all know I am all things black and I love traveling. If you are interested in learning how you can become a certified travel agent, log on to Black Travel Network. Of course, that's work with an E, blacktravelnetwork.com. Or if you are interested in hiring a travel agent for your next getaway, log on to see how we can help you do just that. Now, today's conversation is with a real boss babe who specializes in something that I feel like is super undervalued but very necessary connie s falls and y'all i just found out today that the s is actually for systems i thought homegirl's middle name was sandra sonya sanita it's systems y'all her middle name is systems and she is helping entrepreneurs get their ish together okay connie s falls has spent the last 14 years creating the operational documentation that allows you to create sustainable generational 
wealth. All right. And y'all know we are all about building that generational wealth here at Confessions. That includes the policies, processes, procedures, onboarding, workflows, and all of the foundational documents your business needs. Connie has created hundreds of businesses for clients and consulted over 3,500 clients over the years. She's written within 100,000. Wait, is it me? No, look. I got to put some respect on her name, y'all. I was about to say 100000 Then I said, wait a minute. That's one, two, three, $100 million programs for Dell. Business plans for over 50 different industries and built partnerships with oil and energy. Y'all know it's some real money. It's some real coins in oil and energy, okay? For companies in Africa. To motivational speakers in Alaska. Clients from the NBA, NFL, and federal government. Listen, y'all. Put some respect on her name, okay? With her first book, Scrambled Eggs, the must-have playbook for organizing an entrepreneur's brain, Connie has been able to help thousands of CEOs prepare for the journey of having systemized businesses. Systems Bay, are you ready to confess? I am ready to confess. Whoo, y'all. I got to take a breath after reading that resume, okay? <laughs> I, had, I I wanted to read every word because I do believe in giving you your flowers, putting some respect on your name for the work that you have done. But I'm excited to have this conversation because, as I said, what you do and your expertise is undervalued, but it's so valuable. So welcome to Confessions, Connie. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Now, listen, let's get into just the definition of systems because someone may be watching i this is a show for entrepreneurs the majority of my audience is um entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs but somebody might have trickled in stumbled across this episode who isn't and has no clue what we mean when we say systems so just define what a system is in terms of entrepreneurship so a system is the way something is done. And I, I it's, it gets really technical and scary and, and overwhelming to people. So they just never even think about it, mm -hmm. right? So especially when you're looking at the black community, we've never had this conversation. So I liken it to a recipe. Okay. So it's a recipe for how your business is run. So there's a couple of different systems that people think about. Mine is operational. Operational, like you spoke, is the policy, process, procedure. It's the documentation mm -hmm. that allows you to run the business and sustain the business. What most people think about is the digital systems. They think about the tools, the automation, and mm -hmm. ah, I just need Facebook ads and everything. That's the digital side. But the problem is with automation is that most people go to the automation but they don't have the processes foundation in place there. Yep. to automate. So that's the foundation of systems. So it's not the fun stuff. You know, when people start businesses, they want to run to the logo, the graphic design, the website, the cute stuff, the fonts, the colors, the this, the that. But it's the systems that are really going to help you to scale eventually. And like you said, in our community, a lot of us skip past that foundational step. And so that's when we start to struggle. Now, if you are in ATL, Shout out to ATL. We have like so many black owned black owned restaurants specifically, right? And my homegirl and I have a habit of trying new restaurants, wanting to support these black owned restaurants, but every single time, I kid you not, every single time we have issues. And it's like, yo, people think that they can just start a restaurant because they have the money to do it, because they have connections, they might have a name, but they do not have systems in place. And I know that they don't have systems in place because we're waiting forever. The service is horrible. There's no operational plan and you can just tell. And so 
that's one example where it's blatant that you don't have your systems in place, but you're helping the NFL, you know, all of these Dell, all of these other type of corporations that understand the importance and understand the need for investing in these um, in these systems. So I had the pleasure of hearing you speak, I think maybe two years ago at Ashley Ann's and I just had Ashley Ann on the show. Shout out to Ashley Ann, the Kang. Um, I had the, the pleasure of hearing you speak at one of her conferences and you spoke about your personal story that made you see the importance of implementing systems within your business. So do you mind sharing that with my with my people? Absolutely. So for me, what happens is most of us that look like us, we start it because we feel good about it and we're great. We start doing well. Like my clients are not people that are not doing well. They're mm-hmm. folks that are doing great. So I'm doing great. My business is killing it. I'm in government contracting, which most people don't even know I run that side of a business. And I am making all the money. All the coins. Every single one of the them. The cash, not even the coins. All of them. Paper money. Every single one of them. <laughs> and I felt good about that. I'm also, you know, my daughter lives with me. So, you know, I'm able to to go to all the PTA. I'm the PTA mom. I'm the class mom. I know all the kids' names. I have a name badge that says Connie, uh, Ashley's mom on there. Like, I am amazing. So being able to have her with me, she comes with me to these meetings. So I'm so proud and so excited about being a mom. And because we're an ADD family, like we literally bounce off the walls. We're the Adderall, hey, let's just calm down kind of people. <laughs> and so she's sitting on the couch with me one day, which she never sat. She hasn't she hasn't sat still since I was pregnant. She was sitting on the couch next to me and I was like, she's real quiet for a while. And I'm looking over at her and I'm like, are you okay? She's like, no. Like, what? Well, what's wrong? Well, I was wondering, do you love your your business, pointing to my laptop, more than more than you love me? And I said, no. Why would you say that? It's like, well, well, you hold your computer more than you hold me, and you and you look at your phone more than you look at me. So, and in that moment, while I was holding my phone with my laptop in my lap, looking over my child, asking that question. And me wanting to say no, I was showing her in my actions that this did matter, mm-hmm. right? So in that moment, the first thing I'd done, and now at this point, I'm like 10 years into the, to the company. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, and I apologize because what, in the, what I realized was that I was a financial phenomenon, but I was a family failure. That part for me meant more than anything. Mm-hmm. And if I said that, my actions had to reflect that. Mm-hmm. So we went to the zoo. I have a picture that I have on my Instagram page. We went to the zoo. We had a great time. Everything was wonderful and beautiful. And when I got home that night, put her in bed. I'm like, oh, we had a great time. It was great. I put her in bed. I bawled my eyes out, like the heaving kind when you're in the kitchen crying. Mm-hmm. And I was got, like, God, what am I supposed to do? Because I, I still want to create this generational wealth. He was like, you need help. It's like, I don't trust anybody to help me. He's mm. like, but isn't that what you tell people to do? Don't you help other people create systems for their business? Why haven't you done that for yourself? And in red, the old Bible with the old, with the thin <laughs> paper, I saw a hypocrite in red. I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm not doing, I'm a hypocrite. I'm not doing for myself what I'm making my clients do. And literally, I stopped half the things I was doing. I had 10 companies at the time. I stopped six of them. And I said, I'm going to focus on documenting every single thing I know mm-hmm. how to do that's in my head on paper because I cannot have my child feel like I'm a failure. I cannot have my child missing out on these years. I was like, yo, I don't even know when she grew this hair. She used to have a fade. Now she has a bun. Where did this hair come from? But I missed it because I didn't have systems in place for mm-hmm. my business because I was so worried about everybody else's. And I stopped. 
and I literally documented every SOP, which is a standard operating procedure, which is the way something's done. Mm-hmm. So if I want my phone answered, you know, if, if I answer somebody's phone, I'm like, Eric, no, you can't answer my business phone. Right, like right. That. So I literally, here's how you answer my phone. Here's how you reply to an email. Here's what the salutations are. Here's what the greetings are. I literally spent six months and wrote everything out just like I've been doing for everybody else's business. Mm-hmm. Because for me in that moment, there was nothing more important Nothing more important than knowing that I will never make her feel like that again. And I've been very intentional about me providing that to my clients. So Mm -hmm. that way they never have. I have a beautiful picture of us. But that picture hurts because it's that zoo picture. Mm -hmm. And I know that that day changed me and it changed for her because every week from that day since she was five, how am I doing? A good job. To where now she's like, yo, I'm so proud of you. You're not even. I love it. (laughs) And and you you made her realize how she's helped you you know it wasn't just my mom you know our generation our moms they never really admitted when they were wrong in my opinion you know not my shout out to my mom but she ain't never been wrong (laughs) you know according to her she's never been wrong even if she's made a mistake she might try to fix it but she doesn't confront it she doesn't let you know you know these are the things that I did wrong and now I'm trying to fix it and I think as black women who are you know the the backbone of these families when we are taking on so many roles and we're naturally you know nurturers a lot of times things do fall in the cracks and it's the people closest to us that end up falling in the cracks because like you said on the outside looking in you know we have the accolades the 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 titles the checks we have all of the things but if you are not able to really enjoy you know the the fruits of your labor or really make the people around you who you love feel loved just based on the time that you spend with them then what's the point of doing it all you know I remember hearing um Layla Ali talk about how you know her dad was just such this great man but he was that man for the world and not necessarily for their family and so I would hate you know for the world to have all these amazing things to say about me but my own child doesn't even have that experience with me because I have not had the time to do it so I love I hate that you had to have that experience for yourself but I love that you had that aha moment because everything changed for you and now you're able to share that with other people because somebody watching this is that woman you know like the um the Tyler Perry character from Why Did I Get Married? His wife, mm-hmm. that woman who was the workaholic, who, you know, everything at the office was taken care of, but her husband is miserable. Yep. You know, everything on the outside is looking good, but at home, it's a mess. And so that's not what we aspire to be. Not like, right. we all want to be bosses, but we want to be so bossy that we have the freedom to do the things that we, you know, are building this this life to be able to do. So I, I love that. Thank you for sharing it. Because that really, like, I wasn't even pregnant yet, but that made me look at what I was doing and how I was operating and how I was um, dissecting my life, sending myself, you know, my energy to all these different places and not really having anything left over at the end of the day. And you can't sustain that way. You cannot You'll literally drive yourself way. crazy. And I was. Mm-hmm. I, I literally went between Xanax for my anxiety to Adderall for ADD. And I'm if if you're living and you have to take pills every day and something something's, not, right. something's yeah. not right. God said not more than I can bear. It doesn't say not more than you could bear as long as you have some matter right, with you, baby. Right, That's right. not what he said. Mm-hmm. So for me, in that moment, I was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not supposed to live like this. I'm not supposed to be stressed. I'm not supposed to be up at 4 in the morning and going to bed at 1 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. That's not what my life should look like. And not knowing that my child can see this. Right. And for me, that is a, it's an embarrassing story. 
Like that hurt. It's real. That, listen, that's real. And the fact that you recognized it and didn't brush it off, because a lot of people would brush that off. They might feel bad about it, but they're still like, but I got I got this deadline. No. You know, I still got to. But for you to close down the computer, sh- make sure that she understood that she was the priority and then share this story with other people who could be not even knowing, you know, that they were making the same mistakes, I think is super, super important. And everything happens for a reason, you know. Um, but this this conversation is so important because we can be successful in our business but being successful today does not mean that we have the systems and procedures in place to be able to scale which is what the you know the plan should be so there's a book called built to sell which i'm sure you're familiar with but the premise the concept is foreign to so many business owners most of us do not start our businesses with the thought in the back of our mind that we're building a company for someone to come along and purchase most of us think that we're building our baby like we're building this thing that we love and because of that we never get out in front of it like we never um, start working on the business we're so busy working in the business and you are literally you know showing people I don't know if you're showing people how to do it themselves or you're just doing it for them but you're providing them with the tools that they need to be able to do it so I think that it's super important that people even understand that this is you know possible for them so for someone who is not super organized like myself um, and doesn't even maybe don't even know what a SOP is like that's a foreign concept they're like googling right now like what is a SOP how can I do it what is like a first step the first step in the right direction for someone who is having an aha moment right now like this is what I need to be doing so I don't even send people to SOPs first because they can get extra they can be five pages long they can be really really detailed mm-hmm. I like to start with what's called work instructions okay work instructions are as simple as one two three think about McDonald's McDonald's is a billion dollar company mm-hmm. it's all over the world but their employees the people who are employed because you know we think a target market when it comes to your customers but they also have a target market for who Employ- your employees mm-hmm. are they know that here in the United States their employees, are 17-year-old kids in urban neighborhoods, which this is their first job. So they're kids coming out of their mama house Mm -hmm. in these neighborhoods. And we know that this is the first time you're taking any type of authority or leadership from anybody other than your mama and your grandma. How do we teach these urban kids how to run our billion-dollar company? And we only have an hour to teach them. We're not not Chick-fil-A, Shada. We're not Nordstrom's. We're not going to invest three months into training you. How can I teach the seven-year-old urban kid how to run my company? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a work instruction. A work instruction is a really simple bullet or graphic uh, lesson or list on how to do a task. For example, if you walk into McDonald's right now and you say, hey, let me get a guy. <laughs> Number one. If you're in Atlanta, obviously. Uh, only if you're in, in Atlanta. Atlanta yes. yeah, that's what they're going to say. <laughs> let me get a number one. They're going on the other side of that register is a picture of a number one and a picture of a Big Mac. They're going to push that button. If you say, let me get extra pickles. Guess what? It's a picture of a pickle. And if they want double the press, they're going to press it twice. Right. So they had to train them really quickly and efficiently on here's what you do with the register. You push the button two times. Here's a picture. Here's a training. They were able to do that training for one person in one hour. Mm -hmm. For our business, we have to start writing down the steps it takes to complete a task for our business. So if you said, hey, we're doing a podcast. What are the things that we need today in order for this podcast to happen? Okay, so we need a a producer. Okay, what does the producer need to do? He needs to open his computer. He needs to turn to this app. He needs to download this program. He Mm -hmm. needs to make sure the screen is on these lights. Those little things that we consider in our community as common sense 
sense. Because your mom and your grandma been talking about, you ain't got no common sense. Well, common sense isn't common. common. Documentation is common. Mm -hmm. So unless you're documenting the process to get a task done, they can't do it efficiently. If you tell your baby, you tell your husband, hey, boo, go upstairs and go get me a water bottle. There's two water bottles upstairs. One has water in it. One is empty. He's going to come down with the empty water bottle. And you're going to look at him like he's crazy. He's going to say, you say you want a water bottle. I didn't tell him I wanted the water. You said you wanted a water bottle. And he mm-hmm. went and got you just that. Whose fault is that? You would think it's his because mm-hmm. he's crazy. I don't have no common sense. It's your fault. It's your fault because you didn't say, hey, baby, upstairs on the right-hand side of this dressing, <laughs> <laughs> there's two water bottles. One's going to be empty. One's going one's gonna to be full. Bring me the one that has water in it. It comes straight back to me because I'm in the middle of a podcast. I want to make sure that I get some, you know, get a little water on my tongue. But those simple directions, we forget to give them when it comes to our business. Mm-hmm. We know how to do it. when it, We consider our business our baby, except when it comes to telling people how to work with it. Yep. You'll tell somebody how you, if you say, oh, Connie, will you watch my baby for a couple hours? Yeah. And you're like, okay, you just hand me your baby over. And now I done walked out the door. You're like, oh, you didn't get the diaper back. Oh, okay, let me get the diaper back. Oh, you don't know how to swaddle my baby. You didn't tell me how to do right. it. Oh, and my baby only likes it. You would think he doesn't like his, he, he wants his milk warm. He actually likes it cold. Well, I done gave him this warm milk, and now he's throwing up. You didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. So until you really learn how to take care of your business like you do a baby, here's step one. Here's how you swaddle my child. My ex-husband will give you an SOP when it came to oh, swaddling that baby. She wants her knees bent ever so gently. That's specifically how he would say it. Don't bend her knees all the way up, but she wants them a little bit up. Come on. So you make sure her ankles are touching her bottom, <laughs> but don't bend them all the way. Those kind of step-by-step-by-step descriptions the are details. the way. That's all that we're asking for. So you know how when this hit home with me, um, and rest in peace to Cece, the fact that six-figure chick is still in existence after the six-figure chick herself has passed on was hands down the best example for our community, our you know generation of business owners of what is possible when you have your ish together because homegirl stuff was so tight Mm -hmm. that you can literally log on to instagram right now go to the page and it's running as if she's still running it and a lot of us aren't looking at our businesses as businesses you know we know that they make us money we know that maybe we've been able to you know retire from our nine to five to run them but we are not taking it serious to the point where if we passed on that business could still be putting money in our family's pocket she's still able to take care of her family even though she's no longer here because she had those things in place down to the this is how we post these are the hashtags we use this you know these this is the the wording we use the copy we use in our emails I was still getting emails it was borderline creeping me out because I'm still getting emails as if Cece's speaking to me and I know that she's not. But that's how we have to operate our businesses so that even if I'm not here, baby boy still got to eat. You know, like he still has to eat. And as entrepreneurs, God forbid we don't have, you know, our, our, um, our stuff set up as far as like our, our wills and, you know, all of the things that we need um, set up as far as, life planning um but we really need to be having these conversations not just you know with other people but with ourselves as far as looking at our own businesses and making sure that we have things in place because like you say you can do it for other people all day but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know taking care of what you need to take care of for yourself so i think that it's super important y'all if you are listening do your googles standard operating procedures 
And it's not fun. I'm going to say it again. Like, it is not the fun part, which is probably why a lot of people overlook it, even if they know that it's necessary because it's not the cute stuff. It's not the stuff that anybody's going to appreciate outside of you. Now, another thing that I feel like is super hard, and I'm just being honest with, you know, putting myself out there. This is me. One thing that I struggled with for a long time was delegating. Probably because I hadn't documented. Because I think the documentation helps with the delegation. But why do you think it's so hard, especially for, um, I guess, people in our community to understand the importance of delegating? For the exact reason that you just said. Because you didn't document it. So what ends up happening is, especially us, we talk about black women. If you don't do it the way that I want it done, I should have just did it myself. I don't know why. Ooh, I'm, how I'm many not times about, I done said that, Lord? I'm not about to spend my time explaining to you. And this amount of time I explained to you, I could have done it myself. Mm, twice. But you, can, but you can't. You can't. You can't sustain that. Because the, the, the truth is, and we're going to be 100 here, most businesses will die with the owner. Mm-hmm. If I, I taught true. in my workshop, I taught 657 entrepreneurs in a year just mm-hmm. in my workshop. There was only one person out of 657 people that had ever started even trying to write anything down. That means 657 entrepreneurs, people that own businesses, if they died on that day. It's over with. The business is over. All of the workshops, the podcast, CC is the best example that you can use when it comes to having a systematized business that can function without you. Mm -hmm. Most of us will die with our businesses. My business will run on without me. My daughter will still, if she decides she don't care about systems, she's still going to get a check from this company and from the government contracting company. But most of us don't think about it like that Mm -hmm. because we keep everything locked in our head because we don't trust anyone. The trust comes from disappointments from our childhood. It comes from disappointments, from physical things that have been done to us. It comes from us just not trusting people, period. Mm -hmm. Much less now we've birthed this new baby. And I don't trust you to take care of my baby, but I also don't have time to write down how to take care of my baby. Mm -hmm. And it isn't until somebody swaddles your baby wrong that you're like, see, this is why I don't do it. Mm -hmm. No, had you told them the right way on the front end. You wouldn't have had to worry about that. So it's the trust that goes along with it. And that's why for me, when people come to me, it's not, again, people that are even thinking about this, it's it's because they're not taking their business as a hobby. Now, if it's a hobby, you just like to knit, you just want to bake you some cupcakes out the house, you keep doing that, sis. But if you're trying to make this a sustainable business, because everybody talk about generational wealth, nobody's mm-hmm. talking about the generational documentation mm-hmm. that supports that wealth. We look at these companies and, and, and Sam Walton and, and Chick-fil-A and all these wonderful customer service places. They've spent millions of dollars yep. in Getting creating in these place. processes in place because they know they're not, they're not going to live forever. Apple will. Right. Walmart will. Target will. You see, Michelin will. Mm-hmm. will all of these companies, they were prepared and they documented. So it's hard to be able to trust when you're so used to, in our community, not being able to trust anybody. You look at, you look at KFC, Right. It's 11 herbs and spices. You telling me them same 11 herbs and spices ain't nobody saying nothing about it ever? Mm-hmm. It's their secret, right. but they're still in urban neighborhoods and they're training 17-year-old kids how to run it. We're afraid of our little $5,000 a month business, somebody getting our trade secrets. It ain't no secret. Lack mindset. That's what it comes down to. You it think somebody's going to take something from you. You think somebody's going to do you wrong. And unfortunately, sometimes they do. But that does not mean that you stop there because, again... Unless you want your business to die with you, which I don't think we're working so hard and doing all of the things and things and things if we're going to just let this thing crash and burn. 
That's Please. not the goal. That's not the goal. It can't possibly be can't the goal. Can't be the goal. Unless it's a lifestyle business. If you like, I'm a hairdresser, and when I that die. That sis is gone. It's gone. It's good. Okay. It's gone. But if you want to own a salon, it's different things that you have to put in place mm-hmm. when it comes to my salon owners. Right. You want to have a salon, you're going to have to have hiring practices. You're going to have to have policies for your employees. Or are these people going to run your business right into the ground and you're going to be mad. the ground. You're going to be mad. Okay, so we got to talk about your book. Because Please. I want to know how it's possible to organize an entrepreneur's brain because I really feel like successful entrepreneurs a lot of times are successful because they have their quirks or their, you know, their, their things that, you know, only they understand and they're able to operate at this level because of, you know, this crazy little habit they have or this thing. So how do you organize an entrepreneur's brain without giving it away? Cause they got to get the book, but, it's obviously possible. How do you do it? You have to write it down. That's the key. It is the key. Write it down. And it's one thing at a time. So multitasking scares the money away. Mm. Right. Tell a friend. Tweet it. Post it. Tag Connie. Multitasking scares the Tell money away. Tell a friend. Be- because if you're so busy Ooh, and you're so busy. Wait, say it again. One more time. Multitasking scares the money away. That was for me. I needed you to say it one more time for me. Go ahead. I, I know. And, and I say it to myself sometimes. So here's my example. If you go into Waffle House, if you're in Atlanta, <laughs> you go into Waffle House, you see the guy that's behind the counter, the chef. Normally, by the way, he's making like $75,000 a year, and he's the manager of the store. Get into it. But he's the guy with the hairnet on. He got the earbuds in. He's listening to Future on one ear, arguing with his baby mom on the other one. And he's in the kitchen whipping and cooking and everything. He's killing in there. So in our mind, we think he's multitasking. He's not multitasking. One. He's completing one task mm-hmm. efficiently and quickly, and then the task is done. The bacon, bacon goes down. Uh, weight goes on top of it task is complete he's not responsible for the waffle right the problem is we're trying to make the waffle we're trying to set the silverware we're trying to do be the parking attendant outside we want to get the garbage in and we want to make sure that we're greeting we can't do all of those because something's going to lack Mm -hmm. so when multitasking happens we don't have a chance to even stop and take care of the things that god told us to do god told me to get out here and make sure that people have sustainable businesses that's what my calling is to do. Now, if I'm doing these email sequences, I'm not supposed to. He didn't tell me to do that. He told me to do this. I'm not supposed to be taking the trash out. Nope. I'm not a house And don't keeper. feel bad because you're not supposed to be taking the trash out, sis. You don't have to do all the jobs. You don't have to do all the jobs. You have to know what your time is worth. You do that by figuring out what your impact is and income. What's my impact in the community? If I know that I can go out and I could talk to 657 entrepreneurs, and I can change their mindset. I could plant a seed. I could help these mothers realize, yo, I don't know when my child hair grew. If I can plant that seed and it's going to change even just a little bit the direction of your path for your business, you're going to pay more attention. You're going to learn how to delegate. If I know that's my impact and what I'm called to do, I'm not, I'm not finna dust my house. Come on, me either. I got a housekeeper too, Connie. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it because guess what? My workshop takes four hours. I have a 3,500 square foot house. Guess how long it takes to clean it? And I don't want to do it. long. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I'm in the season of only doing what I want to do. I've already done what I needed to do. So now that I'm on the want to, get this $250, sis. Come on, sit. Live in your grace and do And listen, baseboards. you're passing it on. You are yeah. helping somebody else build their wealth. And it's a black woman that's coming and taking care of my home. Thank you. And she cares and she respects it. But again, there's a process for how she does it. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as house cleaning. There's an order that she does. She's not going to mop the floor and then go clean the counters off. Makes no it's sense. It's a process. Right. Yep. So step one, all I need y'all to do. 
write is it write down. it down. Take one thing out of your business that you find yourself doing over and over again. If it's answering your phone, just start with something as simple as how do I want my phone answered? Mm-hmm. If it's somebody and how they take care of your house, a housekeeper, how do I want them to take care of my house? If you have a salon, how do I want the 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 people that wash the hair, the hair washers, how do I want them to wash 4C hair versus 2B hair? Mm-hmm. How do I want to make sure that they're doing, are they supposed to braid over and under and under and over? I want you to write it down. Just one task. And once you see it's done and you're able like, yo, now I can give this to somebody. Mm-hmm. My goal, I, let me free somebody. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to hustle and grind. I don't want to, I, I don't want to do it. I want to be on yachts with my friends, Come drinking on, champagne, having a ball and living my best life. I'm, I don't want to hustle and grind. Mm-hmm. I've done that, and I didn't make any more money than I do now, and I don't be doing that That much. part. That's the part. Listen, we about to end it. We about to end it right now, Connie, because listen, I don't, we don't need you to say one more word. That is one thing that I feel like black women specifically need to get in their brain. You ain't going to make not a dollar more killing yourself mm-hmm. than you are when you sit down write it down, get organized, put some systems in place, and really operate your business like a business. Yeah. I love it. So, Connie, the book, where can they get it? Where can people find you online? Because somebody listening to this is going to be like, sis, all this sounds good, but I ain't going to do it. Let me hire you so you can help me out. So how can they find you in these Internet streets and share your social media? Everywhere that you want to find me. You can find me at Connie S. Falls. And the S is for? Systems. I love that. Ow. I swear I thought you, I don't know what I thought that S was for, but I love it. Go Sometimes on. it's for different things. Sometimes <laughs> it's for Superwoman. Sometimes it's for, never mind, I ain't going to say that. You know that. what? But look, <laughs> Connie S. Falls, the S is for Systems on Facebook, on Instagram, Connie S. Falls on LinkedIn. Anywhere you look for me, you can find me, including my website. You can go to Connie S. Falls. You can go to Connie Falls. You can go see. They're all me. They're all going to take you to the same place. They're all going to take you back to me. I love it. Y'all, this has been another game-changing episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, meant to empower and inspire you to get that ass to work because you already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work. I love y'all. See you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.